Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of great west of Michigan and anywhere else around the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Please listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Buzzsprout, for uh, distributing my stuff to two or three people around the world. That's about it. Yep, it's sad but true. But that's not what I started this podcast for. I started this podcast for uh, to talk about life and stuff and sports and what people who are um, going through mental, physical disabilities, uh, we need more of a voice out there. So this is what, technically, this is why I'm doing this. Today, again, we're going to invite my buddy. My buddy, Sean. It's really great to be here. This is Sean. We're on a little bit of a cloudy, rainy day. Uh, happy St. Paddy's Day, March 17th. Uh, it looks like I had a few friends go to the Kane Brown concert last night, and it looked like they had a bunch of fun. On top of that, um, I guess Kane Brown was actually doing a little bit of a workout at Plant Fitness uh, yesterday, so maybe some people got to get some free autographs yesterday. So, yes, yes. I'm not a big country guy. I don't like today's country music, but people have their own choices, and good for Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids is one of the better cities for the Midwest of any state. Uh, we're not that big, and we're not that small, so we can get shows coming in, going out. And I mean, we have our own Griffins hockey teams, uh, AHL. I think is uh, part of the of the hockey league that they belong to. And we have the Grand Rapids Gold, which is affiliated with uh, the Denver Nuggets. Yep. We might be getting back the AFL and bring the Rampage back, which would be kind of cool. I mean, that used to be fun. Yeah, so, so back in the day, we, uh, yeah, Grand Rapids is, is a, it's a city that just it can't grow much bigger because of the river. So we can't really expand. So Grand Rapids is a, is a, is a unique place to be because we can go to the west and hit Holland and, and Grand Haven and, and the Lakeshore, Lake Michigan, or we can go to the east and go to Detroit. And most people know Grand Rapids for, you know, Amway, you know, that's what owns the Van Andel and, you know, Steelcase, but Steelcase is not as big as Amway anymore, but, you know, the good old DeVosses with the hospital and stuff like that. But we're not just promoting Grand Rapids today. We are, I think the main topic today is going to be, you know, relationships. I mean, we might hit on a little bit of sports, but I think it, we're really going to focus on relationships today, right? Yeah. So today we're going to talk about uh, life decisions or life mistakes and what happened last night. So let's talk about this. Let's start with last night. So we were supposed to have a friend come by and we were supposed to watch fo- uh, the NCAA uh, tournament. March Madness with him and and so on and so forth. So he decided not to show up because he's a bit older. You know him as Ron. Uh, he's just he's just at that age where you just can't just do this constantly. Come over and have come into me drinks and not get enough sleep. And with me and Andre, we're only four or five years apart. So, I mean, we kind of can connect in that. And we've only known each other since 2018, 2019. But the thing about interesting last night, buddy, was I think we both got a real 
eye-opener in multiple ways because we both truly do love sports. We really, really do. I mean, I'm a fanatic. This is probably my favorite time of the year other than, you know, college bowl games. That's ranked up there pretty high too. But last night, I hardly knew what was going on in the NCAA tournament um, after 6.30. So, um, okay, so this is what happened. We met a, a girl a couple of nights ago at a restaurant, Papino's, on Ionia. And then she's coming to find out she's a ballet dancer. And then she invited both of us to a ballet practice. And, of course, the only way that we would have showed up is through um, uh, free admission with founders uh, distributing the, you know, the drinks. So that was a, kind of the reason why we went. But it was nice, us, it was nice of us for to show up to see, that she, uh, to see what she, she does. And if anybody that hasn't heard the podcast with me before, because we did watch games earlier in the day, but I am officially sober for 82 days. Uh, it really, I, I still love that my friends can go out and have a good time and stuff like that. But I know that it's made, I've made too many mistakes in my life with three DUIs, two in, two engagements lost, all that stuff. But we met this girl uh, by name of Sarah and she was really personable and all that stuff. And we just, you know, decided to go to this ballet thing last night. And obviously Andre got a, got a free beer and we were sitting there and, you know, at first we were probably not adequately correct because we were still caring about the last games. Cause these are the last games that were still important to us. Um, cause we had bets on them, but um, and they were close because the rest of the games at the night didn't mean anything because they were just blowouts. And we're going to get to that in a minute here because of relationships. But, you know, the ballet thing was actually kind of cool. And we wanted to say hello and we saw her and she was quite busy because she actually ends up teaching classes. But after we left, we also thought even you brought up, even though it is kind of an expensive ticket, but we're opening her horizons we might actually go to this ballet thing um, next week. It's being offered Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yes. So it's going to be like $38. Yeah, which is reasonable for, you know, two or three hours, whatever, yeah. the how long a ballet goes. And to support somebody that, you know, we met and um, like your personality. So, so the only reason why I'm going to go is because I never went to a ballet. I guess, you know what, being a sports guy, I just – didn't care for those arts stuff, painting and sculpturing and all this stuff. But since I've moved downtown, I'm kind of like, oh, I might as well uh, go to the ballet. I'm going to go to a play. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to go to a play. I know that Grand Rapids has a, uh, the Grand Rapids sympathy is also. So. And I was actually wrong. Guess what? The Price is Right is on March 28th, by the way, at DeVos. So we might still do that. Yeah. You get a new car. Hey. Hey. But anyway, the, the key thing is about this ballet thing. Yes, we were still focusing on our phones and we were a little 
unengaged, but we put him down after kind of funny thing was Andre almost spilled his beer. And on top of that, he dropped his phone and it rang at the ballet. He forgot to ring, put the ringer off. So we were on a freaking roll those first uh, 10, 15 minutes of the day. But everybody was happy that we were there. And then we decided um, we still wanted to go out because uh, uh, our buddy wasn't here. We've been here all day. And uh, I had not been to a, a bar called The Glass House, which um, is a really, really, really unique bar. And even though I don't drink anymore at this time, once again, the owner is great. He, Andre knows him a little bit more. And I met another person that was really cool that night. Um, she ended up, playing so- ended up playing softball. I don't know remember her name. And we talked about Jenny Finch, which is one of the best softball players in, in the country before. But... It is very interesting, no matter where you go, if you do drink, don't drink, whatever, if you have another addiction, because we all know that I still gamble and all that stuff, the people that you meet. I mean, I know bars sometimes get bad raps and all of that stuff, but you don't always have to drink when you go. But at the same time, you meet a lot of cool people. And even though I'm, a, I'm 100% sober, I still have the addiction. It's been 82 days, like I said. I like meeting new people. And... My buddy Andre really does support me, so the cool thing is that we're both able to go out, and I don't care that he drinks, and we have fun. And a cool thing about the bar now that I realize being, you know, kind of when he wants to have fun is being a DD. I don't pay for a single fucking thing. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool. You know, all you do is get your iced tea and uh, and your lemonade and turn it into an Arnold Palmer. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So this is how we met. So. Uh, so we were at the glass house and then we decided to go to to a birch lounge next door to it which i have been to once so it was kind of this this thing about last night was it was where andre's been but i hadn't been i met somebody else it was kind of cool and now we go to the birch lodge which he has never been to so i was oh he has my bad um I just like going to different bars and different scenery. I do think that the Birch Lounge and Dukes has more regulars or more people of a, of a balance, more people there. I think the Glass House is a newer bar that used to be Pharaoh's a couple of years ago. And um, they're trying to establish their, their regulars, but I do think they have a better food menu than most of the bars on that street. The one thing that's a little bit of a bummer that you actually hit last night, though, Glass House is a great restaurant. Uh, the people are absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, based on what they are, the way it's set up, though, you, even if, let's just throw out St. Patty's Day. It doesn't matter. It's going to be crowded and all that stuff. Even on a regular base day on a Friday night, not the most handicapped, disabled, accessible so the reason why we said that is because Ron, is, Ron's got MD. And I used to teach special ed, so I always look out for that too. So, so Ron's got MD in the, the Dukes next door to, to, uh, to the glass house. Their bathroom doors isn't wide enough for his wheelchair. But the glass house it is. So we go, well, we try to go there, but it's kind of awkward to have a, a drink so high. And then he's got to reach it or else I got to hand it to him. So that in itself is probably the only thing that that place needs is a table. 
And that's about it. But the Glass House got great people, great ownership. Uh, the bartenders are great, guys and girls. Uh, their, their food menu is pretty decent. If you want to go s- see what a Grand Rapids Street bar is like, go to the Glass House, go to the Birch Lounge. If you want to see the more uh, kind of maybe a little bit rowdy and sometimes go to the Dukes. They're more for just the fried the fried food and the thing and little short stuff. But yeah. So back to the whole relationship thing. You know, we walk into the Birch Lodge and Andre ends up seeing a buddy he hasn't met in a while. I don't know how long it's been. And we talk about him and I'm wearing a Dallas Cowboys shirt. And ironically, the friend is a huge Giants fan. And we joke around. That's the thing about Grand Rapids. You know, I I really think nine uh, you know 75 percent of the time when you're out and about no matter who you are in grand rapids i think the people in michigan are very friendly i do i'm not trying to be biased i've been to colorado they're very friendly also so is wisconsin you know those four states i lived in indiana's medium but i mean when you're you're close to home it's always going to have something in your heart but i think i truly i mean there's going to be assholes everywhere but I think that people sober or drunk or, you know, just having a good time are really great in Grand Rapids. Well, I think Grand Rapids is Grand Rapids. People seem to get out and interact with each other and they know how to leave each other alone. And they have all differences. I, Grand Rapids, look, I think Grand Rapids, they've got a couple of bars for the gay community. They've got um, their gay flags everywhere. But to be honest with you, I don't really see a lot of people like that or anywhere anywhere if I was in San Francisco or some part of San Francisco or Minnesota or the St. Paul or something. So, um, so in the, I think there's just the interaction of people coming into Grand Rapids. People usually go into, go, uh, go to events, go to dinners around the Vando, and then they go home. That's one thing I like about Grand Rapids is that there are a lot more people that come in from Wyoming, Grand, uh, Jenison, Hudsonville, um, um, anywhere around that hemisphere that they just show up and then they leave. Where Chicago is so big that the people who are there are there and it's just a chaos. That's why they created a better subsystem. So the best thing about last night we honestly thought that we were only going to end up being out for, you know, 45 minutes or an hour. We were going to come back for the 710. You know, we were going to stay out a little bit for that Duke game. I know I'm throwing a little bit of sports, but this was truly what our plan was. We were going to be home probably by 8 or 8.30. Well, that didn't happen. And it wasn't just because, you know, we were having a bunch of drinks. I mean, he was doing it just to be social. And, and it's not like he got absolutely shit-faced. He had a good time. He had a little bit of a buzz. Um, but I, I, I played DD for him. But here's the crazy thing. After we stopped talking to his buddy, mm-hmm. it was only one individual seats. And it was like three times. And, and I let him choose where we were going to sit. And he picked the middle of the bar. And then he said, okay, do you want to stand? I said, I don't care. I mean, I can stand. Well, I was standing right next to this guy. I have no idea who he was, but there was two other girls that seemed like sweethearts, you know, they're very, very attractive. Um, But 
I was like, okay, there's no way. I mean, I last night I looked like an absolute fool. Like, I mean, not in person, not my personality is always great. I feel like, you know, but I had Arizona state shorts on. I had tennis shoes with the NBA socks on. I had a Dallas Cowboys sweatshirt on. So blue does not go with maroon. And then a Las Vegas, um, Knights winter cap on like, that's not what you wear if you're going to try to pick up a girl or even talk to a girl, even if it's the situation. So we're sitting there. He orders a beer. I order my, my thing now. You know, the guy ends up leaving. And oh yeah, he did leave. The girl, the girl next to us, her name is Melinda. And I found that out later after we started talking. And she goes, feel free to sit down. And I was like, holy, sh- holy shit. I mean, I mean. Why you don't? Agree with all. I mean, look, the way that situation was that she had an extra seat. Her friend was next to her. Sean was standing. And then the opportunity came that that she gave him the extra seat. So Sean and her started talking about life. And I'm not really sure if I'm going to give all the details of her her family stuff. Because we don't have that privilege to just tell people that stuff. Because... What it was is pretty private, but the connections that we feel feel about other people, it's that's what's great about going around. We are super excited though. She actually said she would like to do a podcast with uh, with us, and even an individual podcast with Andre because she really truly loves um, anybody with a disability or. Um, special needs because she used to actually be a per- personal care CNA, and it's not my. It's not me, my person, or my, my, I should not say everything about her life. So I'm not going to, and her profession right now, I'm saying former thing and just connections. The point being is a lot of stuff just struck me and Andre together and we started talking, but at the same time, because both of us have truly been screwed over or hurt or whatever it's fucking life like it it happens i mean it sucks um a lot of my stuff with being screwed over is my own fucking fault because it was you know the gambling and the drinking and you give ultimatives to someone that has an addiction or whatever At that point in my life, I said, fuck it, I'm going to leave. I, I ruined a lot of relationships in my life. I'm blessed to have people that are still by me, and I'm blessed that my parents are still there, and I'm blessed for a lot of things. But a lot of the relationships, I did screw up, but I'm not going to sit here and regret anything because if I didn't do what I did, I would not be with Andre. I would not be where meeting this girl last night. So, yeah, it sucks. So you know? it's, But everything I, happens for a reason. That's how I say it. I think it just helps out. For Sean, that he has a, a friend like me who will just go around to different parts of the city, and then the opportunity happens so that we meet different people and different women. So those are the opportunities to live Grand Rapids, where you live in Wyoming or you live in Johnson, and you might be just stuck in a box in a house somewhere in, in Hudsonville, and then you can't go out anywhere because Hudsonville and Johnson doesn't have that accessibility of different restaurants and popping up in different chairs and talking to different strangers. So I want to, to just emphasize on this. Like, I mean, like I was saying, like I ha- 
I did a pre-justice thing. Like, it was awesome that this Melinda girl let me sit down next to her. But I truly thought right off the bat, she's out of my league, da-da-da. She's just being polite, da-da-da. And it's going to be like a three, five-minute conversation, and this shit's going to turn out like it always does. Um, I mean, but, but I – and it's not like I'm sitting here trying to have a relationship with her. That's not my intention. But, you know, after we were about to leave – the Birch, Birch Lodge. She goes, oh, are you guys done? Are you guys going to leave? And she goes, okay, we're about to go to Duke's. Well, how many times have you heard that, Andre? Or how many times have I heard that? We go to the other bar, they don't show up, and we just have a, you have a drink, and I used to have a drink, and we just go home. And that didn't happen. So I, well, I think you got to understand that. She was with her friend, and her friend's the person that has the kids and has the life. So she, her friend probably went, came, went out with her thinking that they would hang out and talk and chat and, and all that. However, sitting next to Sean, Sean would talk to anybody, and so would I. If, I give it, if it's giving me an opportunity, I would just talk to everybody. So Sean's a very social person. So he starts talking to Melinda, and then she turns out to be a very, very nice person, and I think she even gave up a lot of her time to socialize with her with both of us actually like i mean yeah i would have been never offended if she would have walked away after coming to Duke's, giving us you know two minutes of her time yeah and leaving but she spent at okay after we were for at the other hour. bar for a half an hour but it was a half an hour that we were at duke's and she was there yeah i mean but total time she spent an hour with us yeah but i think the thing is that her i think the reason why she still had an obligation to be with her friend. Oh, I agree. And her friend was just out there. I feel like her friend was like, I might as well just try to find some other people to, to conversate or have a, whatever situation that they want. But to have. you remember like last night that I truly tried to reach out to her too. Like, I mean, obviously I had a more of a connection with Melinda and I was digging Melinda, but at the same time, the other girl was an attractive woman and she there's, wasn't? she was, okay. and we went to another level and she opened up and all that stuff with the other girl, but then she just went away, which is, she doesn't owe us anything. So it's just, it's, I want people to know that there's different relationships each way. But my point is, Melinda is super real and it's cool to see people that open up and it's okay if other people don't open up that in, in all that stuff. But for her to spend as much time as she did with me and Andre, and I think she, she's not sitting here lying. She really does want to do a podcast. And then I still thought pre acquisition. It's funny because Andre sends me a text and, and while we're sitting at the table with her and it says, did you ask her for her number? And the first thing that comes out of her thing is, oh, is it a girl? And I said, no, I'll be a straight shooter with you. It's freaking Andre right here asking if I got your number. And she goes, she just laughs and smiles. And at that point I had already gotten her number and she's not even on the market right now because because of certain things and that's not my place to stay. I probably shouldn't even be on the market right now because I'm trying to get my own effing life together. But I'm taking the right steps and you want to know something? This girl's taking the right steps too. You know, but the point is also for me and Andre to be such sports nuts to not know 
what was going on in the Northwestern Boise State game, the Houston game, and other games, and they ended up, a couple of them ended up being buzzer beaters, is crazy because, you know, this is the time of the year that we truly care about it. Yeah. So I think, I think what I, I think I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you a question. Let's just say down the line, you meet another girl or whatever kind of girl, and then you have a great uh, chemistry, you get her phone number, you go on a couple of dates, and then she, Figures out you that of course you have a double addiction, but do you think that there'll be ever a time where like she, she like well, I appreciate for you not drinking, but you're going to have to stop gambling. Would you go to that point? Because in true honestly, if you have to, like the way I gamble, I don't put a lot of money into it, and then I still and you don't do it every day like I do. No, and but and I've sit around with my money for certain games and certain situations and just like, okay, this is a good game to bet on because it could go one way. But, I mean, for me... You also know I've come a long way. I'm not betting $200, $300 a game, individual no. game, or putting $300 on the parlay that's the three-team parlay. But you do think... I do spend, you know, 7 to $20 a day on it. I do admit that, but... Yeah. But do you think that you could get to that point where, like, okay... I don't need to gamble no more. I'd rather just. If the, if the right girl, which this but is it kind of. It shouldn't be about the right girl. It, it shouldn't be about you. It should be about me. Well, which is, that's why we got rid of, we're getting rid of the one day, one addiction right now with the drinking. And it is about me because my life has come more manageable than an absolute shit show. So, um. But you should never be about the girl. I'm well, it was kind of a trick question because it's, a, it's because gambling never really deals about Sean just farted out of the blue. Man, you have gas like no other. Look, folks, be being serious. If you have a gambling or drinking problem, get yourself a lot of help or drugs or anything, any <clears throat> narcotics, suicidal. Yeah. So I think I think people. I think the real question, though, is like, do you gamble because it's something to do, or do you gamble because you have money, or is it because you... I like the rush. You Once like you place rush. the bet, you are like, okay, is it going to happen? Is it going to win? You know, I mean, I guess it feels... You want to know something? It's probably like drinking and, all, and gambling. It might fill a gap. It might make you feel, okay... I'm not saying this to be, I don't need to feel important, but at the same time, it, 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 it probably fills a gap. Well, winning like, feels good. Winning feels great. Losing feel, is, is absolute shit. And how, I mean, when you're sitting there and you've lost sleepover after you've lost a huge bet or whatever, of course, now when it's only $15, $20 nowadays, it don't matter. But when I was making those $300, $400 bets and then you lose, it's like, okay, I probably should have never made that bet. You know, you don't, don't gamble more money than what you have. That's the whole point too. But so let's, all right. But do you think, but I've lost a lot of shit, not just, you know, all right, let's, all right. Do you think that you gamble less because you're not drinking or do you think drinking? I think it was hand in hand. Okay. Because, I mean, once you make the bet, you're also drinking. But I'm not doing that anymore. Or you're drinking while you're making more bets. So, you know, I think, I mean, back in the day, I had, 
I do almost gamble every day, but I have taken once in a great while, one or two days off. I know that sounds like nothing, but the way I used to gamble, it, it's insane. You but, know? I mean, like, in reality, when you drank. You oh, it was awful. I was probably, gambling left and right. You probably were gambling a lot more money. Oh, fuck yeah. Because you. Were on the right mindset. You weren't thinking. Okay. Correctly. Yeah. So because now you're not drinking, you are not taking those huge bets. Okay. So do you think that you got very lucky because you were drinking that you won that couple of times huge and those bets were just way out of the like unstoppable? Oh, I still made the bet sober. Oh, you did? Oh. oh okay. So I was just wondering because some people like, if they're drunk. Those one to tens I made sober. Okay. All right. The baseball ones I made sober. Baseball. But by the time when it, when the games were over, I was drunk. And but and or high or whatever you know. So I mean, did you they make? But you did make extra bets after you were drunk. No, was, not on those nights. No, not on those nights. No. Okay, so you do have two different elements of addiction that doesn't really connect with each other. Because the fact that you made made those bets while while you were sober. But when I when drunk. I gamble, I drink because I. But when I when I did drink, I. And the bet was on the line. I was drinking because I was worried that I was, or I was going to be excited that I was going to win the bet. Yeah. So, so, but now it's just okay. Let's just have the rush. Let's see what happens. Yeah. But the best way I could explain to Sean is this: you get a bunch of these guys who are college or high school kids, or even just these professional athletes, and these athletes, you have no relation to them. They have no relation to us. They don't even know that. We exist, or you exist, or and we're exists, betting on them, and we're betting on that game in itself. So the best way to look at it, when you're gambling, these guys owe you nothing. The team does not owe you anything. The referees do not owe you anything. The casinos, the way that they uh, measure up lower over unders, point spreads, and the lights. Like that, the lights are dimmed so you gamble on the machines more and yeah. tables. But I'm saying, well, when it comes down to the way how the casinos bet on games, yeah. You have to understand the casino is still trying to beat all of us. Oh, of course. So, so when I gamble, so when I bet, I know that most of the time I'm going to lose. And when I do bet, it's usually 2 to $3 parlays and all that in itself. But, but by doing that, I know that I am controlling my own, my, I'm controlling my environment Instead of, the, instead of the casino controlling my money. By doing that, that really works a lot better than anything else in the world. So saying that is very important. So when you do gamble, understand that you are supposed to lose. Or at least you should understand how to actually participate in yeah, that's, I mean, even when people say, even when I say that I won $50,500 last year and $12,000 on a Super Bowl, that that spot cost me a thousand bucks to be on a, and I just got true, I had good numbers. And then to have a nine team, one to 10 hit, you know, things have to go the correct way. I mean, most people that gamble are full of shit if they actually say they're up in their life. Um, yeah, it's a very small percentage of people that are up in their life. Yeah, um, I, I just I feel like gambling is gambling puts the game more into importance. 
gambling makes every game that you can watch about sports more relevant. Mm-hmm. If gambling wasn't there, then most of us wouldn't care about some team in the West Coast who is a college basketball team or a West Coast baseball team. So let's, so let's remember that. So if you do have a gambling problem, go find someone, go talk to someone. Uh, it's not worth losing your family to. Uh, it's truly not. Or engagements. Or engagements. So, so and I speak from experience. So, I mean, I think, it, I think it, it, having a double addiction is even worse because if you, with all those engagements that I had, those two engagements I had, I had ultimatums. It was like give up one. And I said, most people that have addictions, you don't give them ultimatums unless they have the right mindset. And, I mean, at this point, you know, now I'm, in more of a right mind and not pissing away as much money and all that stuff. And it's not, like I said, it's not just about gambling. It's not about just drinking. It's drug addictions. It's suicidal thoughts with other people. You know, I guess the main point is if, if you're truly struggling in today's society, or even if you're struggling in society with a disability, know that your life is more important and, if you need help on anything, there are certain lines that you can go and get help on. Yeah. So, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I think we're going to leave it right there. I think it's a good spot to stop. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre Podcast show, folks. Thank you, uh, Spotify, Buzzsprout, and Apple Podcasts, and other podcast distributions out there. Thank you so much. Email me at Crazy Dre Podcast Show at gmail.com for questions, answers, or any gibberish that we've said. Uh, Thanks, Sean, for showing up, buddy. Always great to be here. I hope everybody has a great St. Paddy's Day. And be safe, either Uber or have uh, somebody like me that's going to be driving my buddy around. Yeah, I probably won't be drinking much today because Mm -hmm. I have to go to work tomorrow. Lovely, isn't it? Peace, love.